2: Welcome to episode 12 of Mind on Your Money. If you don't feel in control of your money, if you work hard and you work smart but still find that you are unable to make, keep, or accumulate money, this show is for you. My name is Joyce and I'm a finance director during the week and a personal finance coach all the time. Did you know that money has seven forms? The most common form is cash. However, money has six other forms. Your relationships are money. Your vision and ideas are money. Your reputation or personal brand is money. Your property, intellectual or land is money. Your data, information and knowledge is money. And most importantly, your acumen, the ability to make good decisions and choices is money too. This show seeks to demystify money and change views, opinions, and your thinking about money in approximately the time it takes to have a meal, and my mission is to change mindsets one bite at a time. Today is a follow-up on last week's episode when I discussed credit scores and credit reports as reputation and why they are a form of money. Today, I will explore further on the topic, discussing what is considered a good score or a credit report and how to maintain it and even repair a credit score or a credit report if it's been damaged. Now, what is a good credit score? Different lenders, the main three uh, lenders I discussed were TransUnion, Experian and Equifax. For TransUnion, a good score is considered to be from 781 to 850. For Equifax, a good score is supposed to be from 450 out of 700 and onwards. For Experian, 880 out of 999. But be aware that your credit score doesn't really guarantee whether you'll be approved for credit. As I said last week, that your credit score is equivalent to a grade, whereas your credit report is like your project um, mark. And that the overall score is what a lender would look at and decide whether to give you credit or not. So your financial behaviors... Your day-to-day activities financially are very, very important and lenders are more actually in tune with that even more than your credit score. So if you're looking for a card or a loan or are worried that you might be rejected, it's a good place to start your search looking at your credit score and then your credit report as well. The next question I've been asked is How long will it take to improve my credit score? In general, your credit history builds up slowly. You know, there's nothing that's a quick fix. Some people would do something quickly to increase their credit score and then they're surprised that they didn't get a loan that they wanted. And this would be it's because your your uh, financial activities that have been monitored. You have to have been doing the right things for the past at least six months up to six years. And that's what they're looking at. The longer the bills go goes unpaid, the more likely it is to affect your credit score. So you have to keep a close eye on your credit score to help you spot issues. You would want to be aware also that most negative marks will remain on your file for at least six to seven years. And then after that, everything is deleted from your file. This will include things like mispayments, defaults, bankruptcy, and CCJs. CCJs are called county court judgments. And this happen when your lender has um, been unable to, or a supplier has been unable to recoup the money from you and so they've put a a record on your, on your credit report to say that they've taken you to court and so you're really bad credit and a bad risk. However, there are some quick improvements that you can make to begin improving your credit score. Now, how can you improve your, your credit score? There are about 10 ways in which you can do that. The first one is to register on the electoral roll. This is very important because it says to lenders that you are somebody who is a good citizen. You are possibly going to be stable, staying in one place for a long time. If your name is not there, you have to, you know, you're going to be struggling to get credit. So make sure that you're on the electoral roll if you're of an age where you can vote. Number two, you have to check for mistakes on your file. Even having just a slightly wrong address can affect your score. So you have to make sure that all your details are correct. And also, if you've paid, you've been up to date with your bills and this is not recorded, you have to make sure that this is changed. And you have to let them know straight away um, that your information can be corrected. Number three, pay your bills on time. This is a no-brainer. Just pay your bills on time. And if, say, for example, you're struggling, keep in touch with your creditors. They're a very, very important relationship to maintain. Talk to them. Make sure that they know that you're struggling so they can give you an extension. Or you can enter into an agreement with them to pay for your bills over time. This is so much better than just keeping quiet and burying your head in the sand. It's not good. Number four, check check if you're linked to another person. For example, if you have a spouse, a friend or family member that you are sharing a residency with or even sharing a bank account, this would affect um, your credit score and your credit rating, your credit report. If, say, for example, they were not very good in terms of their finances in a way. This is actually sensible, I think, because it's ensuring that people can act as each other's um, guardian, as it were, as far as financial habits, good financial habits are concerned. And if you're linked to someone whose credit score or credit report or you just know their financial life is not very stable, make sure you sever the ties so that uh, your credit rating can be improved in your credit report. Number 5 check for fraudulent activity. If there's anything like you can see a transaction you don't recognize or there's been a check on your report and you don't recognize, report it immediately because this again can affect you. County court judgment is number 6 which I've mentioned before. Again, if you've been receiving if you've received a county court judgment for debt, this will seriously affect your ability to access um, credit, cash credit, through, lend, through uh, borrowing money from financial institutions. And so really, again, keep in touch with their creditors. Make sure it doesn't get to a place where they take you to court and, and you get a CCJ. Do your best to have a good relationship with them and to ensure that you're able to pay your bills over time even if it means you're paying a small percentage. And if you get the CCJ, it's not really the end of the world, but just be aware that it will stay on your file for up to six years. And if you get something like that and it's there on your file, still you have to start again Start accumulating good habits over time and the effect of your CCJ will reduce as time goes on. It's no good just because you've got CCJ to give up and say, well, now I have a CCJ. I just have to wait until six years. You can always start repairing your financial behavior and your financial record. So credit score and your credit report can start being repaired within those six years. Number seven, high levels of existing debt is no good. You have to try Ideally, you should pay off any outstanding debt before applying for new credit, and this is because banks, building societies, and credit card companies they check, and they may be hesitant about lending you more if you already have a lot of debt. So, if you 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 have your own home, maybe you have another home. Or you have a few loans and you want to be a guarantor, for example, for your child. You may not be able to do this if you have so many loans to your name. Number eight, try and be stable with your residences. Moving homes a lot, which means you will be taking yourself off electoral roll from one place and then going to another place. It just sends a signal that you're unstable. And if you're unstable, lenders feel like you you may be high risk or even worst case scenario, they may assume that you're dodgy. So try and keep the same record for as long as possible. Ideally, you know, three to five years is a good period. But if you can stay in a place longer, the better. Um, I'm saying this, you know, knowing that life can throw all kinds of things at you. And when you're younger, especially, you may be moving around. But for the financial institutions, all they see is someone who is not very stable. Possibly you're not able to keep relationships for a long time. And relationships mean not just your employment or anything like that. It's just being able to live with people, you know, in a way that's sustainable. Number nine. Keep your credit utilization low. So if you have a credit card and you're given a thousand pounds as a limit or two thousand, try and always pay off the amount that you have spent in the month. And if you can't, then try and use, um, you know, use the ability to pay off uh, during the month if you can. Just pay down. The lower the ratio between the amount you use and the amount of credit available is, the better. And ideally, your credit utilization should be 25% or less. Number 10, make use of credit boost, especially with Experian. I think it's only Experian that offers this. Experian is one of the three major credit agencies. What Credit Boost does is that it links it links your account with Experience to your current account. That way your financial footprint is monitored continuously. And every time you do something right, your credit report is updated and your credit score as well is updated. This is a fantastic way to boost your credit score quickly. To do this, you need to sign to a one month free trial membership. Or you can say with Experian, the membership is $14.99. I think it's absolutely worth it if, for example, you need to uh, to improve your credit score. In addition to credit boosts through link to your current account, Experian also will give you a plan for improving your credit score. They may tell you that you need to pay off uh, your, your your credit on your credit card. They may ask you to make sure that you are registered on electoral roll. They may give you all different kinds of tips, maybe to pay off some of your loans, or even for looking uh, to get a better credit rating, or or looking to get a better interest rate, for example. And this is a really, really good, good facility to use if you can. I actually encourage you to do that. And this is only from experience. So I think they're actually very good and you can use them to your advantage. So those are the 10 ways in which you can improve. There may be more out there. Again, I'm encouraging you to send me your comments and questions and I should be able to answer and also respond to your comments. So I challenge you again to have a discussion perhaps within family and with your friends about credit scores and credit reports in general, and whether you are in a good space to access maximum credit you can get from lenders to enhance, to be successful financially. Ability to access credit is the ability to have financial stability and sustainability and success. So, Don't miss out on this. You cannot. There are certain things that you just cannot do without accessing credit. And so it's something that you should be aware of. And just try and and take advantage as much as you can depending on your circumstances. Thank you for joining me this week again. And I look forward to receiving your comments and questions. The email address is the same in the show's blurb. Uh, until next week, stay well and keep your mind on your money. Goodbye.
1: As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming.